Hey, Vita. Hey, Tapia. It is another Monday. Can you believe it? It is another Monday. And what does that mean on Mondays for the TV show podcast? (laughs) We have a second episode of Movement Monday. Movement Mondays. Movement Mondays. Awkwardly enough, though, um, disclaimer, right? We're talking about a movement-ish today. Right. So, yeah, disclaimer indeed. So we're not, we're kind of sort of indirectly talking about a movement, but we're talking about um, a group of people that are negatively affecting a certain movement that is going on. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. And um, Tapia, can you just please give us a little bit more information on that? (sighs) I hate to do it, but yes, someone has to write. Okay, so we're going to talk about QAnon very briefly. And I really, really hope I don't have to say much than what I'm going to say now. Because at this point, I can't take it as a joke anymore. It's something serious. The FBI has already declared it domestic terrorists. People have been killed. It's not just happening in the United States. It's happening in any country that has active social media that isn't heavily monitored by government. Let's just get into it. So QAnon originally started early in Trump's presidency, actually. And it was on message boards like Q, uh, what is it, 4chan? From there, moved on to like Reddit, then moved on to like social media, heavy social media. People probably know about it more now so because of Facebook. Facebook, Mm -hmm. which I don't actively participate in, is very controversial grounds from what I, from what I'm seeing. I, I'm, I'm really interpreting what people put on Twitter about their experience on Facebook and that's what I'm interpreting Facebook to be. I'm interpreting it to be people just posting wild accusations like the wild accusations that QAnon posts. Here's some things that they have believed in. There is a deep state. There is a dark satanic power. Uh, the cabal and real quick, when you say deep state, can you um, um, elaborate on that and explain what exactly that is? Sure. So my idea of the deep state, and I'm going to give a really quick water down, but to sum it up, there is a hidden government within our government that is bad. Ooh, evil guys. Those people, the hidden government is what's actually controlling us. Okay. And so, this- and what? Go ahead. Just real quick, what I've heard about the deep state is just that it's not just government officials; that it's also celebrities, and like that one percent in the world who are also involved. That's just what I've heard. Again, this is a conspiracy theory, so you know. But that's what I've heard is that it's a whole bunch of people who just have a lot of money and power, pretty much yeah. running the country, the world. Yeah, and you know, to some extent, I can understand why a lot of the things that are coming out like oh celebrities have access to this and they're doing this to children and they're buying them off of wayfair it's all (laughs) of that people can believe it because they see they have like outrageous amounts of money money talks and money can get you everything i i I understand that concept right yeah and of course i mean (laughs) we're not saying that people in these like celebrities whatever aren't involved because come on let's be real like there's some sick motherfuckers out there yeah and some of them are celebrities you know 
Well, look at that girl who was on Smallville that ended up being part of that sex cult. Yeah. Crazy. And she was, like, recruiting people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was insane. And it's so funny. It's not funny. I shouldn't say that. It's interesting, I'll say, because they had recently a Smallville reunion. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. But it was just, like, awkward because she wasn't there. And, like, her character was a big character on the show. Oh. I didn't want any of it. it was just... I didn't I watched snippets on YouTube, but like I just I just felt like it was just so like you could just feel the awkwardness. But so we're gonna go ahead and go back to um the deep state. So let's just not get side try not to get too sidetracked. Uh, it, and it's so easy for me too because I'm like there's layers to this. Okay. Yeah, me too. So going back, the current administration, they are doing a phenomenal job of getting rid of this hidden government. Like, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't know the deep, dark uh, uh, child sex trafficking rings that are there. Which, by the way, they're there. That, that, that mm-hmm. I, I don't take from. I believe wholeheartedly that they're there. But the way that the information is being framed, for me, leads me to see things differently from them because I, I believe that there's definitely uh rings like that you know unfortunately there are there are horrible people out there but i don't think that this current administration is shedding light on a hidden government and trying to make the world better by getting rid of this hidden government i, I don't right i feel like it would have been like exposed by now yeah <laughs> and so going back to QAnon and social media and facebook so facebook wasn't as strong when it came to censoring some of their stuff because mm-hmm. it came to a point where where people were people on social media were posting so much about it that they had to flag it they had to put that this is false uh and then mm-hmm. it just got to the point where they just banned it they they took away they they started slowly um restricting some of the 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 hashtags so that certain things wouldn't be trending hoping to get less people down that QAnon rabbit hole but ultimately people were like oh I I shouldn't be listening to this I want to hear it more and that's when it really spread like wildfire and so people are fighting on Facebook and by people I mean family because that's really what's happening on there Mm -hmm. now we have this division between people who are saying how can you believe what someone made up on the internet, people looking at QAnon Mm -hmm. believers saying, how can you believe what someone made up on the internet? And the QAnon believers are saying, how can you not believe what's coming to light in the internet? So that's the division that we're at right now. And that division is what is triggering some of the violence that we're seeing. Because now it's getting towards people trying to arrest these sex traffickers, uh, people are presumed to be part of this deep state and they're being, they're being attacked because it's presumed that they're part of this deep state. And so that's where we're at. We're at a point where people are following a domestic terrorist group wholeheartedly because there isn't, there isn't a way to censor something online to put, to, to put that, Hey, this is fake. I mean, now we're getting that right after, after a while, now we're getting that on social media. But how do you take away from people having months of researching this and believing this, and now they're the ones who are wrong? 
you're, you're talking about a group of people who look down on someone if they don't believe what Q is saying. Because ultimately, also, right. I've talked to a, a few. They also say what Q is doing isn't just bringing light to the deep state. It's also making you question the information that you're getting. And the information right. that you're getting is altered, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was hard. And... Yeah, and and speaking about touching on on how Facebook was banning certain things and hashtags, I know specifically um, the Save the Children or Save Our Children hashtag was taken over by QAnon. And that, those are one of the hashtag, hashtags that they started to kind of regulate on who can use it and how it was used. And I mean, first of all, taking over a Save the Children or Save Our Children hashtag is like evil, first of all. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do that? Because it caused a whole lot of issues with that hashtag. And I mean, I could definitely get into that a little bit later on. But just pertaining to the searching part of it, I know that Facebook has now updated it to where if you do use the Save the Children or Save Our Children hashtag, what you'll see is you'll have a little thing pop up that will say credible child safety resources. And you can click it and it'll take you to credible Say like like exactly what it says. Credible child safety resources <laughs> that are legit, so that you have no way of like. So from that point forward, in my opinion, Facebook is doing what they can do, and as much as they can do because they're saying, "Hey, if you're using this hashtag, just know that if you want all the correct information, this is where you can go to find it." I feel like that was really really something to just touch on and and point out that although Facebook for a second they did ban it completely. Mm-hmm. They did ban it for a while there, 100%. But then they realized their mistake in banning it and how it was, like, kind of giving in to it. So what they did instead was they kind of fought fire with fire in that they're saying, okay, yeah, use the hashtag. But for those honors, like, this is the real information. This is the real, the real deal right here on these websites. These are resources that you can get to get actual news, not the fake news that's going out because – Man, they put a lot of weird fake news out there. And it's, um, it's so easy to do it. Like, not to give up others, yeah. but if you've seen The Boys, especially season two, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they have a media team, and the media team is quick to put out memes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's literally... Specifically. Specifically to, like, lessen down or hyping up a situation, whether it's real or not. And and it's crazy because you're talking about The Boys, and... One of the lines, I think they said something like that where, but it's not true. And she was like, who cares? They're going to believe it anyways. Yeah. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. If you put. And it's so true. If you put pretty graphics or even a chart, people will believe it. And not not to be rude, yep. but it's because we don't look at charts and actually analyze it and read it and and say, what, what are we getting from this chart? We look at a chart and we're like, oh, my God, look at the data behind that. Yeah. Some people are weird because. Like for me, mostly because I have a criminal justice background, that's my major. So we dealt with a lot of charts and graphs. But with that came like sites, like citations of where that information came Mm -hmm. from. So for me, that's what I look for in a graph, in a chart, is I automatically go for where is this information coming from? Who's pulling this information? How long did it take for them to get this information? Over what period of time did they get this information from? So like, and you said it, most people do not think that way. They just see a graph and that's it. Yeah, that's the Holy Grail. That's that's the Bible. That's exactly, you know, what is right, what's true, because it's in a graph like and it's crazy because I've heard people say that before in the past. Like, well, it's a graph, so it can't lie. And I'm like, do you realize anybody can literally make a graph? Yeah, anyone really can make up a graph. And it 
literally so i guess maybe it was just this one person that i I was talking to who really went down the QAnon rabbit hole but i've noticed that sometimes when these people are very into what they're reading they feel so elite they feel like you don't know the truth and you are just a sheep Mm -hmm. following blindly I know the truth because I did actual research, not on Google, because Google is going to lead you down the path that they want you to know. But I did actual research and it, I want to know what that research is. And so when I ask, they're like, oh, you want me to compile a list of peer reviewed sources and all this and that. And it's like, that's that's kind of what most people want. If you're going to say something with your whole heart, they want to know the research. Right, exactly. Like, where did you get this information? What what information did you get that was the know-all, be-all? That's, that's what ended your questioning, and it answered all your questions. Like, give it to me so I can read, and so I can I can see what you see. Yeah, people are weird when it comes to that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't understand where it's like, oh, I read a few articles. And, and a lot of the times, because you can tell when you speak to somebody who actually does their research versus somebody who, like, just read something for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and I'm like to me you can do a re you can do an hour-long research and that's good enough like you know like but some people just take a few minutes and I'm like you can't research something for a few minutes you're not really researching it you're just reading an article so yeah those people you could definitely tell the difference though but yeah it's really weird when they um it's like their it's their word and that's it that's final their opinion is is a fact and what they believe in is a fact and everybody else is wrong because because this person worded an article so well that it spoke to this person on a different level and like that's really all it is i mean yeah so I, i'm glad that you mentioned all of that because that was a part of why i did want to talk about this this cue not not because i really want to give it more attention than what it already has i don't but i wanted mm-hmm. to because i grew up in the 90s when internet was, you know, barely ha- happening. I remember getting the mm-hmm. trials and that's how I had internet for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember how- I remember when Google first started and-, and you could Google anything and there'd be either no results or like one result. Crazy times, right? Ask Jeeves, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Ask Jeeves was my nigga. <laughs> Look. You couldn't tell me nothing about Ask Jeeves, okay? I would be like, you talk bad about Jeeves, I'm going to cut your ass. Okay. Jeeves was the shit. I, to this day, prefer Ask Jeeves to Google. To this day, I wish they brought him <laughs> back because they didn't. He's not a thing anymore. But... I mean, yeah. I think it's there, but not as as uh, as great. It's not. People don't. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it, re- it, re- like, it wasn't as it was before. It got reduced to just Ask.com. But, okay. Literally. You grew up with that, but do you also remember having to go to your library and check out an encyclopedia and go through the mm-hmm. and find the subject that mm-hmm. you needed to find. So we were doing two different types of research. And so we had to grow up understanding that, yes, there's paper, but there's also internet. And if the internet mm-hmm. says it, it might not always be true because anyone yes. can post that. Yes, exactly. We grew up on factual researching. My problem is now the people me to to believe that the internet, you kind of have to be weary about it. Those same people mm-hmm. are now saying, well, what do you mean? Look at look up online. All of this that they're saying is true. And it's it's so hard to tell someone that website was made up. 
It's a fake website. Right. They they literally just put the bare minimum to make you believe that that's a real website. That right. that website that you go to that has all these articles, all of that is propaganda. All of that is made mm-hmm. up. And to to t- try to tie it up, we're at a point where. The generation who grew up having to learn about internet is now having to remind the older generation that the same internet that they so boldly speak on mm-hmm. might not necessarily be true. Yeah. And it's crazy because my mind automatically goes to Wikipedia. And to me, that's like the internet. Like Wikipedia is the internet because everybody knows Wikipedia is not facts. Anybody can go in there and edit it. Anybody can go in there and add anything, change anything. Um, it's an open source web page right anybody can go there and edit the page and literally that's how i see all of the internet (laughs) in a sense is that anybody can go there and edit it anybody can go there and add whatever they add whether it be true or not like there was a thing you know there's so many youtube videos so many things that you could go on to where people go to wikipedia and completely change a history of somebody And it's like, people will go there and be like, oh, wow, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And they're like, yo, it's fake. Like, I changed it. I made all this shit up. (laughs) Or they'll put, like, the history of, like, a celebrity under, like, some king. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's all fucking fake. And to me, that's how I see the internet. The internet is just one big Wikipedia site. Yes, you may find some links on there that are legit. But for the most part, a lot of the times, it is just people who are able to create these websites and add to them. They have a team, maybe. They just say, you know, like, it's just it's just ugh, a bunch of opinions being floating around. And, like, for me, that's why whenever I do my, my research, I try to stay on actual news pages or organization sites, .orgs or .govs or .edu, stuff like that, to where it's on a .com. If it is a .com, I try to just make it news and even then it needs to be a certain type of news site you know like I'm not just gonna go on like Fox News sorry to anybody that likes Fox News but like it's really weird because I even I even read like an article on their QAnon thing and they they kept using the words um oh what was it I didn't even write it down because I was like yo this is BS like I just exited out (laughs) because they were like QAnon is supposedly taking over the hashtag save the children hashtag and it just kept saying things like that like supposedly maybe while everybody else was like yo QAnon is taking over the hashtag you know and I'm like why is Fox News always so fucking biased (laughs) no matter what they're doing okay that's a whole different type of thing we don't even have to but (laughs) yeah Fox is a but and then like it's its own thing and I don't really want to talk about it right now but maybe one day we can talk about how it started the people, the TV show anchors that are making their shows and what they say about their shows when it comes to court. Mm-hmm. Because if if you've looked up what they say about viewers who are watching them, I don't know why viewers are still watching that, you know? Yeah, it makes no sense. And I say that with parents that, like, watch Fox News. Well, not anymore, because my dad just got, like, a news subscription update. Like, he's so, it's so cute. He called me like two days ago and he was like, oh, I just, I just subscribed to like the news channel. I just added it to the thing and now I can watch, he watches like this international news now. Cause he used to only watch Fox, but he's like, now I just keep it on this one station and they report on everything all over the world and all this stuff. And it's, you know, he didn't so much to say it cause he used to be like a pioneer for Fox news, mm-hmm. but in so many words, he was pretty much like, it's unbiased. Like I can just listen to the news and not have to hear a whole bunch of people's opinions 
And I wanted to be like, yeah, that's what you get for like listening to Fox News all the time. You know, but maybe one day people are going to make a series about the trauma that families go through because Fox News divided them. Yeah, and it's horrible. Like you would it's so crazy for a news station to like have that much power. Well, like I know CNN does, but I feel like that's to an extent. I don't know. Like, Fox News is just different. I don't know. But we're not talking about Fox News. That can be literally an entarily different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But going back to Q, conspiracy, save the children. You you did hit on one thing Mm. about Wikipedia being the internet. And I'm really glad that you said that. Because at a point, I think it was maybe high school, which will, like, think about Oh my god, my age. Think about like 2000, <laughs> 2006 or so. I remember teachers oh my gosh, were right. giving out essays and stuff. And one of the requirements was you cannot use Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yep. I hope they still do that. Yeah. I hope they're still keeping to that. I hope so too, because I remember that was a thing when the internet became, when people realized, because y'all need to remember, like, okay, so we're 30. <laughs> and <laughs> like when, when the internet really took off i want to say mid 90s is when it kind of sort of started at least in being integrated into people's lives with aol a messenger and all that stuff and it kind of started growing from there but yeah wikipedia from the get-go from the get-go our educators knew that this shit wasn't real right and from there, it, it ranged out to, if you find it on the internet, make sure it's a reliable source and cite that source so that I can make sure it's a reliable source. Yeah. That's what we always heard. So I understand how our generation is so weary of the internet because we grew, we grew up when the internet was an infant. We saw it growing its legs. We saw it starting to walk. We started, started you know, we, we saw it running. We started sprinting, jumping over things. Like, we saw it from its from its birth, pretty much. Because, yeah, it started in, like, what, the 80s, really, technically? We experienced it from, from having to wait to get home and get on social media to now it's a monster that is consuming you yeah. daily on your phone. Watch. And by the way, by social media, I don't know about you, but there was a thing before MySpace, because MySpace is what everybody goes to, but there was something before MySpace. (gasps) Dude. I don't know if you remember it. I remember Neopets, and I remember Bolt. So I remember Neopets. I don't don't think I ever did a Bolt, but I did this one called Zanga. Oh, yeah. And you could create your own. You literally made your website. Like, you had to go in and code your website. And, like, code your background. You can code music on there. Like, code pictures onto there. Code a comment section. And it's crazy because I'm like, man, in order for us to have a quote-unquote social media, we literally had to create our own personal website. And it's just so crazy how social media has grown from there. Because you would literally direct people to your Zanga. It'd be like www.zanga.com slash. And then it'd be your name. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Oh my god! And that's how it was. Or live journal. I, I remember my one. playlist on there too. Oh my gosh! I did. <laughs> I forgot about live journal. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. That shit was pretty popping back then. Mm-hmm. That shit was pretty on. Oh, that was it back. And then. we didn't have Snapchat, right? But we had AIM. And yeah, AIM was our Oof. everything. AIM was our messenger. Our you know you can DM people through AIM. Send anything you want through AIM. I mean, update your status. AIM was it. Yes, update your status, create different groups. Like, I remember my desktop computer would have 
just different groups opened up on my on <laughs> from AIM. So I'd have like my school group, my Nigerian group, <laughs> my my little volleyball group here, some other close close friends here, MySpace friends, because that was a whole different group. <laughs> when MySpace became a thing, you had your MySpace friends that you could just chat with. And it would literally just be littered all over my fucking desktop. Like it was just different groups. And then my your like original like AIM's panel thingy with like your entire contact list which you can break up into its own look girl aim was it like aim was aim was on and popping okay that was if you didn't have an aim you were fucked up there's something wrong with you yeah it wasn't until like that point that i was like this is how everyone's communicating okay okay mm-hmm. all right but getting sidetracked right um <laughs> we don't- for 15 minutes sorry <laughs> we don't want to give this movement ish any more time, but we do want to talk about the they took over hashtag save the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we want to talk about how that was so negatively detrimental to the um, the foundation of save the children because it's not just a hashtag; it is an actual foundation that they raise money to help stop human trafficking. So, with that, <laughs> one of the things that they realized it was negatively affecting was it was clogging the anti-trafficking hotlines. So imagine this. You have this hashtag that's usually made to raise awareness of human slash child trafficking mm-hmm. and what's going on. And then it gets taken over by this QAnon who's just flooding it with all these conspiracy theories of human trafficking. And it's going out to thousands, thousands, millions of people. And these millions of people are going to Walmart. And they see somebody, we'll talk with the Wayfair because you mentioned that before. So let me actually go with Wayfair. (laughs) So these millions and thousands of people are going on Wayfair, right? And they see this dresser and they're like, ooh, this dresser is too expensive. I believe somebody is, is human trafficking through this dresser. They will call these hotlines and say, hey. I believe that there's human trafficking going on because Wayfair. Da, 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 da. Well, also, they uh, would get sorry because because the name they're like this name matches a missing person. Yeah, like it's really weird how they like connect shit. Like it's the strangest thing. Like it's really really weird. Like people have had to come out saying I'm not hurt, I'm not harmed, I haven't been kidnapped. It's just I don't know how they connected my name to this. Like I saw, I remember when this first started happening. There was this girl. I didn't even think to research this. It literally just came to me now. But I remember there was this girl. She had to come out and publicly say that she wasn't being human trafficked because somebody somehow connected her to the Wayfair. And they were like, oh, my God, she has to be trafficked. She has to be trafficked. And she had to publicly say, I'm not being trafficked. Like, I'm okay. I don't know how this even happened. And she was a young girl. And I remember seeing that. And that was when I kind of started, like, like, kind of clocking out because i was like yo this is ridiculous like really this is how far it's gone yeah that was a Um, scary moment a scary moment for the movement yeah so i was gonna say like clogging up those lines it's so dangerous because they're bombarded with a whole bunch of false claims and in my opinion you know well they're saying that can definitely spit out of control and i feel like at this point it definitely has been spun, spun out of control and they're saying that because you're muddling and you're drowning down the actual calls that are coming in about human trafficking, the real ones, the people who have actually found rings, who have actually found people who are in these situations. It's drowning those calls out because to be frank and honest, human trafficking is a terrible, terrible 
global, I don't even know if you want to call it a pandemic epidemic. I would assume it's an epidemic at this point, but it's going on. Yeah. And it's like, but the thing is, it doesn't happen the way that people thinks it thinks it happens. Like people think if you get kidnapped, you're probably going to get human trafficked. Well, first of all, most kidnappings are done by relatives and people that you know. And it's the exact same thing with human trafficking. Most of the times, it's people that they know, it's relatives, it's teachers, it's coaches, it's people that these children are in contact with in their daily lives. So, one, people who are who have these like giant movie styled ideas of how this works it's actually really simple it's the people closest to them which is how most crimes are committed it's the people closest to you it's easy access for them yeah so it's like it's so strange that these people really don't do any kind of homework and they just add extra strain to already to an already strenuous topic and situation to these people who are trying to help the situation who are working day in and day out who have been working for 10 plus years however long and now they're finding their work is being a lot more difficult because these people decided to take over a sacred hashtag in my opinion it's sacred because i'm like this this hashtag is you know have saved children in the past it's brought awareness to things and now it's just it's kind of like being in my i think it's like being mocked in a way and it's crazy because there was a quote that was said by one of the QAnon people. I mean, there's so many of them, so everybody's quoting something. But one man who was a part of the group said um, that anybody who's against it, they're like, if you're against us, QAnon, talking about it, as in the Save the Children, the human trafficking, it says you're in favor of child trafficking. Oh. So not only are they taking it over, but they're trying to twist it to where if you get mad at them for talking about it, oh, that means you want it to happen. Yeah, there, that's toxic. There's an unnecessary type of conversation happening right now to where if you don't yeah. follow someone's opinion, it's a you versus them. And yep. it doesn't have to be like that. We we literally have different opinions for a reason. It doesn't mean that we're going to not get along. It just means that we have different opinions. Yeah, it's like nobody understands what debating is. Everything is an argument. And I remember it's crazy. I had an argument with somebody about debating an argument and how they're different <laughs> and it's like nobody really understands the difference between them and so they think if you disagree it's a complete it's an argument right then and there and it's like no we're just debating over our opinions and what we believe in on this topic it's not a, it doesn't have to be an argument yeah we can agree to yeah exactly and to me i love debating it's so much fun going back and forth with people <laughs> but anywho yeah so yeah like you said it's taking away from the actual so it's pretty much blurring the lines of actual anti-trafficking activism and it's it's now merging conspiracy theories in with it and it's getting muddled the actual underlying activism of of hashtag save the children or hashtag save our children is getting muddled and it's getting overpowered and overtaken by conspiracy theories and if this is real and if this is not and who's doing this and who's doing that and yeah, I'm glad that Facebook took those steps to at least redirect it so that you can get real resources if you decide to put that in. Um, I appreciate that. I wish, I don't know. I don't know what else can be done on an internet standpoint, on social media standpoint, other than just giving as much resource, factual resource as possible. I, I think there should be more openness to research and science and differences because that's what i like about science you can test it and if it's proven wrong then we know what's wrong but right. if you tweak 
a little bit of your variables here and there and you get a different result. Well, yeah, you tweaked it. It's a different process. You're bound to get different results. Right. But I did want to get it off my chest. I didn't want it to be so soon. But my main thing is we are at a point where conversation is losing its art because conversation is now yeah. a disagreement like you were, like we were saying earlier. You either agree yeah. with me or you don't agree with me. And if you don't agree with me, you're part of the deep state. You're going down, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I just want to give some numbers out there because I saw it on Business Insider on in October that they actually had like a thing where they were able to, they said that 3.5 million Facebook users that are discussing the Save Our Children and or Save the Children hashtag, which is the most engaging conversation, it was always related to QAnon. So that's how deep it goes, y'all. 3.5 million people talking about Save the Children. They weren't even talking about the actual hashtag. They were talking about QAnon. Tragic. Very. Like that's, and at this point, they're just recycling and weaponizing century-old conspiracy theories, and they're just using it, using it against anybody who doesn't believe in what they believe in. Ugh. And that's why the FBI has now named them... Domestic terrorists. Dem- yeah, dom- I was going to say democracy. <laughs> <laughs> Domestic terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why the FBI have now, they have officially named them as um, domestic terrorists. And Facebook is getting all the groups taken down. Um, they're trying to go and take groups down on a um, the FBI level. They're actively doing that. So they're trying to disband this awful group. And I mean, this is a group of people who, who aren't just like a group of people who are talking shit. These people are out committing horrible serious crimes or harassing people yeah you know they're out there actually like wreaking havoc yeah like they're wreaking havoc on people who just don't agree with them and it's fucking insane i can't wait for them to be completely run down and they're by (laughs) you guys need to start voting for y'all's governments for real for real in y'all states because (sighs) dozens of officials are running for office they actually had one in the house seat who won her name is marjorie taylor oh green God. i have heard of yes, her yes i totally forgot to mention yeah. that it's in politics that's the one that trump congratulated yeah. yeah trump tweeted out a congrats to her so she is a q on supporter so we need to for real buckle down on who we are allowing to run our states and run this fucking country and i feel like at this point everybody is done with it and we and and the country as a whole as well as individual states have realized how important it is to vote, not just for your president, but for, you know, the congressmen, for your mayors, for your district attorneys, school board um, council members on your fucking seat, school board, fucking, yes, that's probably one of the most important, the school boards, who are on your school boards. That's so important. And I'm glad, I, I know people are going to be like, what? But I'm glad Trump is president because it woke people the fuck up. It woke people up and people started to realize what we're worth as a country and how we have to make sure that whoever is in the government who is in this position is somebody that we like, we appreciate because I feel like Trump was only voted in because people didn't think anybody would vote for him. So they voted for him as a joke. That Oh my God. Like the amount of times that I heard that was, I was like, are you fucking insane? Like, do you hear yourself? You sound like a complete dumbass. Like, you piece of shit. What kind of joke is that? That's exactly. Not a joke. That's honestly one of the things that, that I saw as so sad from him being president. There were so many people that were like, well, I, I did it as a joke, but, you know, let's ride the wave. Let's see how long this joke's going to last. 
and let me see let me hear who's still laughing you know right exactly and i'm like oh is it still a joke are you still laughing are you still joking about it now no you ain't huh you suffering yep Mm -hmm. look at you look at you sorry asses and they're all and it's crazy how many people quote unquote voted for him as a joke like who does that who who does let me just risk my life as a joke i know right and it's crazy because you you could ask me any time before the trump administration you know your votes don't matter it's the electoral college and i still believe that the electoral college is an all say all be all whatever like they could definitely snap their fingers and change their minds but it doesn't happen often It'll, it's only happened like twice, I think, in presidential history, once or twice. And I'm not going to say who because I literally haven't read about this kind of history in fucking years. <laughs> so, but it's only happened twice. So it can happen, but it doesn't happen often. Um, they usually go for the most, the popular vote. So it is still important to vote. Your vote definitely matters. Vote for small state officials, county officials, city officials. Because that all builds up to who is who is speaking out on a federal like basis or whatever for us. Those people are going to be the people who are fighting on a federal basis for, you know, those those big laws that everybody has to abide by besides, you know, regardless of your state laws. Yeah. So make sure it's people who you believe in. Last talking point on my end. Talk to your friends more. Talk to your family more. Talk to your friends more and see what they're going through. Because I, I I saw this coming. I saw people following this and I took it as a joke and I laughed. And now I'm not laughing anymore because it's fucking tragic. Yeah. That's that's how tragic yeah. it is. And I, I, I learned the yeah. hard way. I know we were just talking about people who voted for Trump. It was a joke. <laughs> yes, I learned the hard way that some people on there go online, find a conspiracy theory, follow it with their whole heart. And then we have mm-hmm. to be the people, people, not people on the internet. No, no, no. Your average friends, family, we're the people who have to say, but that's not real. You know, mm-hmm. so talk to your friends more. And then if, it don't, yeah. if, you, if you're having a hard time talking with them, then have them show you all their research, figure out how they went down mm-hmm. that hole and try talking with talking that research out through them because I know that if you're mm-hmm. talking to someone and you tell someone, well, your opinion's wrong, you're not going to get anywhere with them. Yeah. And you know what's really crazy? Because you say when you first started hearing about QAnon, it was a joke. Um, like you took it, you know, you're just like, oh, haha, this is funny. I was the same way. But it's really, really insane because when I, when QAnon first came back out, because they came out before years ago. And they went ghost for a few years, but when they—I don't know if anybody else remembers this—but when they very first come, when they very first came out, it was anti-Trump. That's why it was very confusing for me halfway through when it just like kind of changed. Well, not even halfway through, like it was pretty early on, where out of nowhere, that's when I stopped following them because I was like, okay, this isn't funny anymore. Because they used to—I don't know if you ever saw that side of Twitter, but the anon—and it wasn't even QAnon; it was just anon. It wasn't QAnon, so that might be mm-hmm. the difference. But it was just anon. And they were anti-Trump. Like, they were shitting on Trump so hard. And then out of nowhere, out of fucking nowhere, it was just, like, riding his fucking dick hard. And I was like, what is this? So I was like, okay, this is not funny anymore. It's not fun, whatever. Like, now they're spewing crazy shit. I unfollowed. I moved on. But, yeah, I shouldn't have moved on. Definitely unfollow for sure. But I shouldn't have moved on. I should have kept up with it, taken it more seriously. I thought it was just a bunch of weird, random people just 
talking their shit, but then it just blew the fuck up. And man, America, I'm sorry, but y'all be ignorant as hell. Y'all are so gullible sometimes. Like, it makes no damn sense how some of this shit makes sense to y'all. Like, I don't understand it. But I don't blame you. <laughs> I blame the internet. I blame the educational system. Yeah. I blame the people. We are grown here. The fuck? Yeah, but like... <laughs> no, I do blame the education. Yeah. I, do, I do blame the educational system. Yeah. I do to an extent. I feel like you have to have a very strong mind to not fall into that. Um, to not just agree with the mass, the masses. You have to be also um, raised to read and write properly so that you can do your yeah. own research and not just follow yeah. a book that your teacher gave you and say, this book is right. Bible, so everything else is garbage. Yeah. Stubborn. You got to be a bit stubborn. And I've noticed not a lot of people, people will say they're stubborn, but most of them aren't stubborn as hell. They'll just follow along with anything. They're, um, they're stubborn when it comes to you trying to show them different. They're like, no, I already, I already have this as a mm-hmm. truth in my heart. Right. But those, I feel like they're stubborn when it comes to trends that are being out there. Because it's always the ones that are following the trends that will rock so hard with these trends. And to me right now, this is one trend that everybody, that people are hopping on, this QAnon, because I feel like, like a lot of people were comparing it to the movie V for Vendetta. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, th- exactly my reaction. I was like, really? Really, y'all are using that fictional fucking cat. Really, really. Okay, it's a mo- it's a whole movie. Like people sat in a room and wrote this. Like, what are you talking about? But that's what they were all like. Oh, it's just like that, and we're in a movie, and and I think it's I think it's fantasized for the mo- for most of them to where it is something that seems like a movie, and everybody wants to be in a movie. Like I don't care what the fuck you say, everybody wants to be in a movie. Whether it's an actual movie on TV or just like, you know, but you know what I mean? Everybody fantasizes about living their life. Or even going viral on a clip. One point or another. Exactly. And so I feel like that, I think, because that's whenever, when it first started, that's the things that I noticed were people just fantasizing it. Not actually listening and hearing and understanding what was being said by these people, but fantasizing the situation to where oh my god it's going to be like a movie they're going to take over they're going to be everywhere and it's going to be a whole revolution and i'm like what the fuck are y'all talking about first of all if it was a revolution it wouldn't be the good <laughs> kind like <laughs> fantasize about the right shit first and then continue on yeah it might be a revolution but it's not going to be a good one for society like people are going to go crazy people are going to die people are already dying like it's it's just a mess but i'm glad that you chose this topic to talk about today for the movement Monday because it's something that needs to be talked about more and the word needs to get out education needs to definitely be on on point and on one for this so I'm happy that this was the one you chose because this was Tapia's week so it's a good one yeah I really just didn't want to go mad anymore so I'm washing my hands of this I hope to never have to speak of yes. this ever again Q and on but we'll talk about save the children if 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 you know yeah. to. but Q and on done this is the last time we're talking about in general i never want to have to talk about conspiracy theories again like mm -mm. i actually love conspiracy theories i just don't like the people who take that as bible i love listening to them because to me a lot of them are fucking ridiculous but they're fun it's like a fun escape like you you read harry potter to escape that's that's conspiracy theories for me I read conspiracy theories to escape because it's not real. It's that's why they're called conspiracy yeah. theories. I can't listen to them theories. anymore because I can't joke about this stuff anymore. Like, uh, yeah. So, I don't want to talk about it anymore. 
and not this specific conspiracy theory i i'm gonna say a prayer for you i hope that one day you're able to get off your phone get off the internet go out for a walk Mm -hmm. and talk to some friends talk to some real people um that was movement monday vita that was movement monday movement movement monday Ooh, we should have like a song for movement monday i literally just had the door you you, you go to that one quite a bit i'm not gonna lie I do. I can't help it. I actually really love Dora. She's a she's it's a okay. badass I don't know. little little forever four year old. I do the one that is um nope, it's not even coming to me right now because I'm not even thinking about it. Or Blues Clues. I go to Dora or Blues Clues. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. That's that's the one that I was doing. Yeah, Dora no, and Blues Clues. Are my I go to the one that that rhythm that's like da 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 da. I just, I just changed. Oh yeah. My God. Why you fucking lying? Yeah, I just, I use that rhythm, but I changed the lyrics. Real, real good. Making it hard for me. That's the shit. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why you go to it. Okay, well, was that, is that an official wrap for our second episode of Movement Monday? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, Tapia, it was wonderful. We will be seeing you guys next week, right? For um, Feel Good Friday is that next week? Um, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what time is. <laughs> yeah, same. Okay, we'll figure. We'll, well, our next installment of one of the shows that we have on is going to be on some day of the yeah week. i i can guarantee you <laughs> it's going to come out on a day of the week hands down yes for sure a hundred percent that we can let you guys know is an absolute fact no conspiracy theory on that one but um <laughs> all right well <laughs> I'm going to go. It's like 2 o'clock, almost 3. I'm about to have a glass of wine because yeah, it's uh, Sunday and I'm chilling. I'm amen, amen. Okay. 